0: to give up for
1: anything. God bless you. Truly we thank the Lord for being here another day by way of radio. I count it a blessing as well as a privilege to be able to come to you this day by way of radio. We thank God for what the Lord is doing. We thank God for what He's going to do. But most of all, I thank God for just being able to stand in his presence and cry out against the wages of sin. Amen. Because truly the wages of sin is death. And I don't want nobody, even though we know it's going to be, but I would that all be saved. Amen. I really do. Uh, I, I mean, we're living in a time now the enemy is going to, haywire on the peoples of god supposedly the peoples of god we know he greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world we understand that we understand that the enemy can't touch us if we belongs to god he have to get permission from the lord to even cause anything to come against us but anyway let me pray father in the name of jesus the christ I thank you. I praise you. I honor you. I thank you for this opportunity. I thank you for blessing me, Lord, in the areas that you see fit. And I ask you to move in a special way, God, that I might go forth and be the vessel which you have chose me to be in these last and evil days. I thank you for what you're going to do. I truly thank you for what you're doing right now. In Jesus, to Christ's name, I ask you to bless me, Lord, as we come forth on this broadcast that we'll be able to say what thus says the Lord. And I just thank you for that. I praise you for that. I honor you for it. In Jesus, to Christ's name, I pray. Amen and amen. Well, praise God. Praise the Lord. I tell you what, I thank God uh, for... Those of you that I met uh, in our last crusade here in East Point, Georgia, I really do. I thank God for those of you that sacrificed to come out, those that sacrificed to give. Amen. And I thank God for you. And I'm praying, and I'm not just saying that. On every prayer request that I got, uh, I take it before the Lord every single day. Why? Because I believe God will hear and answer prayer. Oh, yes, I believe that if you live right, amen, and I'm doing all that I can to do the will of the Father. Amen. And if we do that, then I tell you what, God will bless us. Amen. When the devil try to come against us, we have to overlook what the devil is doing and focus on what the Lord. What you saying, Brother Well? I'm saying a lot of things that come upon us, we give the devil credit more so than what we give to God. I really believe that we should give God the credit. Uh, A lot of things and knowing that he got us. Remember when he told the disciples, let's go to the other side. He was in the midst of the ship, believers. He was right there in the ship and they got all... scared and out of wit that didn't understand, well, wait a minute, hold up, hold up. Uh, let's wake him up. He don't care whether we finna drown or what. Uh, I mean, uh, I'm thinking, hold up, if he's the Messiah like he say he is and he done told us to go to the other side, guess what, we're going to the other side. Uh, but in the midst of it, I'm sure he would have woke up when the water got up to him. But the water hadn't got up to him as he was laying on the ship in the hinder part of the ship. So it's a up, little up uh swing in the hinder part of it. Anyway, uh he in turn, they woke him up and he said, Look, you mean to tell me, Lord, you don't care whether we perish or not? And he said, Well, uh, ye are little faith. Other words, what you mean, little faith? You couldn't believe just what he said. You couldn't believe that we needed to go to the other side. You was looking at the circumstances. Oh, believers, let me tell you something. We, as a peoples of God, we look at the circumstances more so than we look at God. Now, if the the Lord not told you to do something, you know the devil going to come against it. See, you know the devil going to fight you in it. Because he don't want God to be glorified. He wants uh, himself, he want to put doubt in it. The same way he did to uh, Eve. Remember uh, Eve misquoted the scripture, uh, misquoted what God had said. She said, touch. He didn't say touch. He just said, don't eat of the tree. Well, see, the enemy took that one little thing. And listen to me, listen to me now. The enemy will take one little thing and he will deceive you so, so bad. Why? Because you misquoted a little something or something didn't look like it's supposed to be. We all hit of discouragement because that's the enemy job to get you discouraged. If I'm discouraged, then I'm only going to see the negative part about this so uh, when I'm discouraged about something, I got to see how can I get in the position to be encouraged. Amen. You got to. You got to be encouraged about this situation. When you know it's the Lord now, see, a lot of things we hear and we say, we don't know it's the Lord. We, we just speculate. You know, when you speculate, uh, then uh, that's an altogether different thing. But if you know that you know that the Lord have chose you, that the Lord have gave you a, a, a assignment, then guess what? Stand on it. Don't care what it look like now. Don't care how it look. Listen to me now. When God tell me certain things, I've been. I would lie to you if I say I never been discouraged. I be discouraged. But I tried to uh, uh, reminisce on what did he tell me. Am I following the instruction or am I doing something wrong that I shouldn't be? If he don't told me to do ABC uh, and I'm doing ABC, I'm expecting. You hear what I'm saying? I'm expecting the move of God. You have to be expecting the move of God. The enemy's job is to discourage you. That's his job. And see, if you look at one little thing wrong, then he can lead you on into something else wrong, and then something else is wrong. And pretty soon, pretty soon, you got the whole thing in you saying, I don't know why God told me to do this, and I'm just this. The Bible told you we walk by faith, all right? So the faith in what he told you to do, your salvation is built on that faith wall. You, uh, uh, listen, you're different. I know you're different, but you're going to feel the same way that any and everybody else done feel sometime or another. What you mean, Brother Well? They have said, well, uh, I, I thought I, uh, God told me to do this, but I missed him. I must have missed God. No, you didn't miss him. You need to stand on it and watch the salvation of God. The children of Israel, you know, I, I, I said a little something about that uh, when we ran the crusade. People, you got to understand, the children of Israel, uh, God didn't have a problem getting them out of Egypt. But the problem come getting Egypt out of them. Now that's when the problem come. See, it's easy for you to get out of Egypt, out of sin, out of the situation, but all of a sudden, once you get out of the situation, uh, and so you got to understand, these peoples was born into Egypt. That's all they knew. That's all they uh, had a uh, mindset to say what went on in Egypt. So therefore, when they went, they kept uh, reminiscing, uh, was there no grave in Israel that you had to bring us out here to die? other words, you could have let us stay at, in Egypt if you was going to kill us. But guess what? They are uh, the one was looking at death. They was the one that uh, uh, said, I can't, I can't believe God. Some of you in the same position now that you cannot believe God. You can't believe God. Not only this, uh, uh, we, a lot of people just don't know who God is. They they, they got so many things. Listen to them and I Listen to them. I have heard some people saying, well, uh, I think this is right. You talk to them this six months i'm just saying it could be longer or lesser they dead sit on going to this denomination because this denomination seemed better than what they was in so they go to another denomination i know a a brother that he first was a uh, church of god and then he left from being a church of god he went a church of god in christ then he left from being a church of god in christ then he went to uh, 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 Jehovah Witness, and then he left Jehovah Witness. Uh, then he moved to Islam. Now, you say, "Well, brother, where?" Maybe it took all that for him. No, the problem is, he never sat down to really get a hold on God. Believers, let me tell you something: you, if, when you sit down and 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 evaluate your life and what he have called and chose you to do, then you don't have to look back. The Bible says, Forgetting those things which are behind you and press towards the mark of a high calling in Christ Jesus. So what is the high calling? That you are a chosen generation. You are a royal priesthood, a holy nation. You're part of a holy nation. Now, listen, if I'm going to do anything, I'm going to live holy. See, and once you live holy, then you can turn around and say, hold up. But uh, as the children of Israel, when they was getting ready to go, uh, when Moses was getting ready to lead them out in uh, Exodus, I'm just going to uh, a little bit about this. Uh, in Exodus, the fifth chapter, the Bible said this, and afterward Moses and Aaron went in and told Pharaoh, Thus says the Lord God of Israel, Let my people go, and that they may hold a feast unto me in the wilderness. Now, that was plain and simple. Why he wanted them to go? To hold a feast in the wilderness. He wasn't letting them go to just to let them go. Now, if, of course, we know God had hardened his heart, but of course, if Pharaoh had uh, heard it like I just said it, then maybe he would have had a different point of view. But you got to realize, here's what Pharaoh said. In the next verse, it said, And Pharaoh said, Who is the Lord that I should obey his voice uh, to let Israel go? I know not the Lord, neither will I let Israel go. Guess what? Pharaoh said just what we would say uh, that when we was a sinner, I ain't stunned about what you say. Who is this God? He had no knowledge of this God. You got to understand, he, this Pharaoh grew up in the midst of them. Uh, but when he grew up and it was passed down to him, do yeah, uh, only thing they know, these was the people of color that was working for him. And later on, uh, he wound up getting not only them people, but a mixed multitude that he had. And so he had all these people in the midst of him having the people and they doing the work. Somebody going to come along and say, now you need to let them go? Well, guess what? And, and, a, and about ten plagues. Then he was convinced that that God of Israel, of the children of Israel, is truly a real God. Because see, you got to understand when uh, when you search the Scripture and you realize that in the beginning, when Moses tried to uh, 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 do the Aaron, tell Aaron to do the miracle, okay, uh, it didn't mean anything because Pharaoh had musicians to do something. I talked to a young lady that went to uh, 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 Vegas, and she was saying, I said, well, what show did you go to? Because she said she didn't, she's she not a gambling person, so she didn't go out there to gamble. She went out there to take in some of the show, But she said she went to this musician show. And I say, what? She said, the musician. Sir. She said, that was really, really good. He, 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 I'm still wondering how he did certain things. And guess what? If, if they was doing it today, they could do it back then. They could uh, give you an illusion. They could make you think something. When Moses threw down his serpent, uh, down. Uh, I'm sorry, when Moses told Aaron, Throw down the serpent, the rod. He threw down the rod. It turned to a serpent. Vice versa, when the uh, the peoples of Asia, uh, uh, the people throw down they serp- they uh, uh, stick. They uh, uh, they throw theirs down. It turned into a a sap- uh, serpent as well. But Moses' serpent had to be a king snake. And why, why you say it had to be a king snake, brother? Well, well, because Moses' serpent ate up their serpent. And I learned as a kid when we was uh, going around in the woods uh, and stuff, Daddy let us know that certain snakes is not a bad snake because a uh, king snake get rid of the rodents and uh, other snakes. And, and I saw him. Uh, eat other snakes and eat rats up. So, but anyway, I know people that scared of snakes, they, they ain't studying about what they is or what it look like. only thing they know is this, this is a snake. But anyway, Moses did his of God. They did theirs allusions. Uh, they knew they was the musician, so they did theirs through chanting and, and, and different things. But in the midst of that, and them doing that, after the 10 plague was over with, and after God began to minister to them, now they were set uh, free. He finally set them free to do what? To worship Him in the wilderness. Let me tell you something, believers. When you get converted, when you are saved, When you have surrendered your life, God kept you in the midst of all your mess to worship him. See, we try to prove things to one another. Oh, yes, yes, yes. We try to spend too much time trying to show uh, this individual or that individual that uh, who we is and what we is when we really should be worshiping God. God done brought you out for that particular purpose. And when he bring you out for that particular purpose, then that is the time that you have to give glory and honor to him. Not try to impress other people. We all chosen. We all called by the Lord. And if you call by the Lord, then you are called to perform a purpose. And if you call to perform a purpose, then... That's what you should be focusing on, that, pur- that purpose that the Lord called you for. That's right. Nothing else. See, and, and matter of fact, when the Lord called you out unto himself, he called you out to worship, to really worship him. But you know what happened? We, we wind up worshiping everything but him. And then we make him think that, well, uh, we going to do so-and-so-and-so-and-so if the Lord bless. No, no, no. It ain't if the Lord bless. God brought you out, out just as he brought the children of Israel. He brought you out in order for you to serve him. That's why you was brought out. I don't care what nobody else said. Uh, I was, I'm saved. No, if you were just being the same, he would have just saved you and allowed you to die the next hour. I've seen that happen to other people. You yeah. know, they got saved and just a few hours later they died. You say, well, how you know they got saved, Brother Wayne, man? How you know? I don't know, okay? So it's not a debate uh, whether they did or whether they didn't. I can only say they went through true repentance and asking Christ to come into their life and asking for forgiveness of their sins according to the Scripture. And see, then uh, they after doing that, they was able to do what? Uh, accepting, and then they died. So I'm only going by what the Scripture says because when I read in, in Matthews, uh, when he sent out the hiring when he called the guys to come and hire for a penny, work for a penny. The one that been working from sun up to sundown got a penny. The one that just worked one hour got a penny. Why? Because God promised you a penny. What what he said? He promised us eternal life. Okay? And since he promised us eternal life, then nothing else means nothing. Uh, we can get certain starry crowns. We can get the one that's been faithful with few shall be rulers over men. And yeah, we can get all that. But the key thing is we get is eternal life. Yes, eternal life. Why you say that, Brother Webb? Because the Bible says that. This is what all of us scribing for when you repent of your sin and ask Christ to forgive you of your sins and accept him as Lord of your life. When you do that, then God himself can give you that eternal life. But I tell you what, a lot of times we try to do it our way and we lose out. Yeah, we lose out because, see, we think being a part of a particular church, being uh, doing this and doing that in this particular church will get us converted. No, ma'am. No, sir. It will not do it. You know why? Because God have given us the plan. Whether we accept it or not, it's there. And he said, a broken and a contract heart, I will not despise. So when a person get broken, when a person have a contract heart to believe the gospel and know that they was going in the wrong direction, but they want to go in the right direction, then guess what? That's it. I don't care how you look at it. I don't care what you say about it then the Lord will do the rest. Yes, yes. I'm going to read a scripture just to validate that we are in the same position as the children of Israel. And if we are in the same position, then the Lord told us, uh, then come in him destruction and find you sleep. And then he said, what shall I say unto you? I say, Always watch, well, watch. What we gonna watch? We are gonna watch Christ come, and then I'm gonna, once I watch Him come, then I'm going to believe God that I'm going to do that which I should do, because His coming is is what I'm looking forward to. Now, a lot of us ain't because a lot of us put our emphasis on Him not coming, but we all. Should look for his return. You see what I'm saying? See, uh, the Bible said that. See, after Peter, now started the church after the day of Pentecost. See that? Yeah, they had synagogues at first, but then after uh, the Jesus came and was teaching, then it was a different gathering because it not was just with Jews only. See, before then, if you was a Gentile, you brought a reproach to come into the synagogue. So only uh, his elect. But then when the church came about, uh, if you believed it and repented and were baptized in the name of Yahshua, guess what, or Jesus, how we want to say it in English, Uh, if you was baptized in the name of Jesus and you believed the gospel, that he had came and shedded his blood, he had came and died for your sin, guess what? Then you come out of Egypt. A lot of peoples are still got Egypt. They out of the uh, sin, so to speak. They came out of the world, but they still got the world in them. So that's why they're focusing on the different programs on TV, uh, they focusing on the different things on the Internet and still are reading their Bible, still are focusing on the things of God. We focus on the things of the world. When the Bible done told us, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that's in the world is lust of the flesh, lust of the eye. Pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world passes away, and the lust there are. So it got to be the things of God, folks, not the things of this world. And that's where we got it twisted. All right, we're going to go on break, and then I'll come back and give you some more scripture. And I'll show you what we need to be doing. God bless you.
0: Praise the Lord, my friend. Brother Ware will return shortly. I would like to take a minute to invite you to pray for the Believers Walking in Righteousness and Minister Brother Ware. We thank you for listening and would be really grateful if you would let a friend know about the broadcast. If you would like to contact Brother Ware for a speaking engagement or any other correspondence, please call 404-293-293. 7557. Again, if you would like to contact Brother Ware for speaking engagement, please call 404-293-7557. Please stay tuned until the end of the message for all contact information. We will be taking questions and comments in the second half of the broadcast. For questions and comments, we invite you to call 404-355-8699. That's 404 404- 355 8699
1: And now let's welcome back Brother Will. God bless you. Well, we are back. Amen. We I'm not in Atlanta today, but I tell you what, if you need to get in touch with me, I will give my number at the end of the Uh, broadcast and I'll be able to answer any question or whatever you need that you have amen as I was saying uh, I thank God for those of you that I met those of you that came out amen now next week I'm going to try to play I really am uh, a couple of the songs I met this new group I, I, I left it uh so I wasn't able to uh, play the CD. He gave me a CD. And I'm telling you, it is a good CD, and I just have to uh, uh, play it next week because I really enjoyed it, and I pray that some of you enjoyed. But, again, uh, the number here is, uh, uh, my number is 404. Two nine three seven five five seven. I will give it again at the end of the broadcast. Now, what I was talking about, as it was with the children of Israel, God have no respect of person. Amen. As it was with them, so as it is with us. Yes, we are a group of people that God bring us out of sin and bring us out of Egypt, not a natural Egypt. But a spiritual Egypt. Why you say not a natural? Okay, when you was in the uh, uh, the spiritual e- Egypt, here's what happened. You did just what the devil said. You you if he told you you need to drink to get drink, get rid of your problem. That's what you did, and he saw fit. Some of you can testify. I was on drugs. I was on alcohol. I was a whole hopper. I was homemongering. mongering, uh, whatever, and God delivered me. Yes, he brought you out of Egypt. And the Bible said much is given, much is required. Amen. So a lot of you had to go through a lot of stuff. You really did. You had to go through a lot of stuff and for God to deliver you. And he did deliver you. And you are set free. Now, regardless of what the devil do, you just got to catch hope. You know, when you catch hold on what God is saying and what the Lord is doing in your life. See, we and we are a people. We so soft when it comes to the things of God. Oh, when it come to things of the world, we're not soft. You will uh, um, um, make uh, make the devil. Uh, wait a minute, he ain't going to do this or he ain't going to do that or I'll do this or I'll do that. Why? Because you uh, feel that you're in control. But when you're not in control and you have to allow the Lord to do it, then you want to help God out. And you don't know that you can't help God out. The children of Israel couldn't do nothing but do as they was told. At night, they had a uh, fire by night led them, so they was able to follow the fire by night. At daytime, they had a cloud. They had to do what? Follow the cloud by day. But in the midst of all that, they had all this unbelief. They had all this that they want to talk about that they couldn't do when, uh, when the Bible done told them he that God have no respect to person. No, no. So if, if he required for Israel, okay, if he required them to understand and do this, and even those that was with him, those that was uh, was not Israel that came out with him. Remember I said the the mixed multitude? Uh, the Bible said in the book of Romans, I believe it is, Romans 2 and, uh, uh yeah, 2 and 11, it says this For there is no respect of person with God. Oh, for as many as have sinned without the law also perish without the law. And many have uh, sinned in the law uh, shall be judged by the law. In other words, you ain't going to get by. You're, no, ma'am, no, sir. You're not getting by. You know why? Some of you are hot, Well, I didn't know this. Uh, oh, but you know, you knew what God wanted you to do. You knew that. One thing about the Lord. See, we it's amazing how we can get revelation on everything except the things of God. And uh, in Acts, the 10th chapter, 10, Acts, the 10th chapter, Uh, And around the 34th verse, it says, And Peter opened his mouth and said, For it is true, I perceive that the God is no respecter person. See, it's amazing how we want to think that, Oh, we we can get by with it. No, you can't get by with it. Nobody else got by sinning. They, they couldn't go in the promised land because they didn't be obedient to the Lord. So when you don't be obedient, you lose out, folks. I don't care how much of holy water you get. I don't care how much of prayer cloth you have. You can have a whole sheet of a prayer cloth. You can have a whole whatever. Listen, when you are rebelling against the Lord, do you understand what I'm saying? When you are, are rebelling against the Lord, you are rebelling against uh, uh, your, your maker, your deliverer, the one that have brought you out. And in the midst of that, you are saying, Lord, I, I, I don't care what you are or what you did. I want to do it this way. I got this plan. See, the journey of Israel the problem was once they came out then in the in the, the bible say in exodus uh when once they got out uh, around the, what 20th chapter then he gave them uh, well before then let me back up before then he was trying to train them to do the things that he did and why because uh he was training them to honor the Sabbath. Yes, I, I, I need you to honor it. I need you to do the things that I requires. And so, therefore, he began to say, uh, uh, give them the Ten Commandments. Now, the Ten Commandments wasn't the one that saved them, folks. But after they are saved, then they was obligated. Do you understand what I'm saying? You're obligated to obey the laws of the land. Why? Because you're a, a new-generated person. You are not that old person anymore. You're not that person that you had, that you once was. No, ma'am. No, sir. When you was in bondage in, the, in Pharaoh's house, then, yes, you had to take care of yourself. Yes, you had to do this, and yes, you had to do all that. But the truth of the matter is, no, no, no. You're a new creature in Christ. Yes, and being a new creature in Christ, then you have to walk in that parable. You have to walk in that way. You have to walk looking for a higher heights and a deeper depths in Him. No, ma'am, no, sir. You don't walk saying, "Well, you know better." Than well, I just do it this way because I, I ain't. listen, believers. You know what? Even though we all are different, we are supposed to fit on the body of Christ according to Corinthians 12 chapter we supposed to fit in this same body now I have a fit if my nose decide that it want to be my ears no ma'am it can't work that way because I got my nose for smelling and my ears for hearing now if I mix it up and say well I'm gonna move my ear and then since my nose got two nostrils, I'm going to split it up and put one on each side. And I'm going to see, can I hear it through my nose? And the bottom line is, no, ma'am, because it wasn't designed like that. Listen to me. Listen to me now. You was designed to do what? Worship the Lord. He in turn spoke through Apostle Paul saying, I beseech you, I beg you by the mercy of God. That you present your body, a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. Now, this is what he requires of us. Present our body. The Bible says we sin uh, uh, this way or that way. But when a man sin with his own body, is sinning with his own body in fornication or in adultery. And those sin going to give you that you're going to have to pay for your health-wise or something. You're going to have to pay for it. It, 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 it. It'll slow walk you down. Some of the health problems that you're having is because you allow your body for not to praise God to be used for some other purpose. A lot of things we do. So once we come out, we come out with a mindset. What mindset that I want to obey God? Believers, let me tell you something. You're going to give an account of some of the peoples that we drove away from the Lord. Oh, yeah, we started off uh, doing a good thing. But as we uh, got weary on the way, then we found ourselves driving them away as uh, we often quote that in the book of psalm yes in the book of psalm the first division uh song, how it was telling us it was letting you know and, and it's just sad so sad that we read these things and we take it uh for granted it says and uh, listen uh we go and we plant listen it says the ungodly are not but like shav which is driven by the wind. Therefore the ungodly shall stand uh oh no, I want to go up back up. Let me go back up. It says, Blessed is the man that walk not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners. Wait a minute, believers. How in the world can you stand in the way of a sinner? How can you? You stand in the way of a sinner when you are not obeying God. Yes. Yes. Don't care how you look at it. When you are not obeying God, you stand in the sinner's way. And some of these sinners don't focus on watching you because, see, you don't say, yeah, I'm saved, and I love the Lord. And since I love the Lord, I don't care we... We are human in the place, but I'm trying to live right. No, 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 no. Listen, if God brought you out the same way he did the children of Israel, he kept them by bringing them out by the cloud and by the fire. Come on now. If he bring you out, he's going to do the same thing. Remember we read in in, in, uh, Romans where way he said, He have no respect of person. So, see, we can say, hold up, Lord, if you did it for the children of Israel, why you can't do it for me? Guess what? The Lord do it for you. But you know what we do? We put him aside. We say, I'm not listening to that. The Bible tells me because of the word in the uh, 13th chapter of the book of Matthews, and 1920 verse it said, because of the word, we become offended. You weren't offended by somebody uh, uh, talking about, it. you weren't offended by somebody saying this or saying that. You were offended that the word told you to humble yourself. You was offended that the word told you come out from among them and be ye separate. You was offended because you supposed to follow peace with all men and holiness without, which no man should see the Lord. This is what what made you offended. This is what offended you so that you couldn't be all that the Lord called you to be. Oh, no, 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 no. I I got my own plan, my own way, my own uh, uh, direction, And in the midst of having this, your own plan, your own this, uh, your own direction, guess what? You have directed God away from it. Do you understand what I'm saying? God is no longer moving in your direction. Why? Because you are not doing walking in the counsel of godliness. You're walking in the counsel of ungodliness. You're walking in what ungodly people say it. And see, when you're walking in what ungodly people say is, you're missing the mark. you got to understand that the Lord would not have you acting that way. No, ma'am. No, sir. The Lord would have you to be a light because they are not reading the Bible that's around you. They are not seeking out truth that's around you. They are looking at others that's called themselves to be a part of truth. So if they're looking at you and looking at me, then I I owe my allegiance to, first of all, the Lord. And if I owe my allegiance to the Lord, I don't want to bring him to an open shame. And see, if I bring him to an open shame, then guess what? Then the devil done got the glory. Yes, I may be converted. Yes, I may be uh, confessing to know salvation, confessing to know that I am. And some of you are like that today. It, it, it's no different than how I see, how I hear every film just about. I shouldn't say every film, but the majority of film, they, uh, while they're in church, they preaching people's saying they are in heaven. I don't care what kind of life they live. I remember going to an old friend of mine. He's dead and gone now. I went to his uh, 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 uncle' funeral, and this man was such a, uh, a bad person that he would get uh, alcohol in him, and he would run all his children, his wife, out of the house uh, with a shotgun. And the preacher said one thing about him wait, when he got up to uh, do the eulogy. One thing about him, he was a man of his own household. I mean, I thought, good grief, why is they praising him? Why is they doing this? And then uh, I've seen uh, people do these things and not even know the, the person, not even know nothing about the person, but they was obligated just to do the person eulogy or whatever, whether it be one of, from the living or the person, cousin, or some some reality, asked them to do it. So, uh, but but what I'm trying to say, you got to watch how you walk. You got to understand that God brought you out to worship Him. We got to worship Him. Oh, it don't matter how much we fasting. It don't matter how much we praying. And those things are significant. Yes, you should. Fast and pray because you fast to crucify the flesh. You pray to communicate with God. That's your purpose of fasting and praying. But it's a problem, uh, brothers and sisters. It becomes a problem when you're doing it for the show of the world, when you're doing it for the public and saying, I prayed this and, and God move and God this and God that. But yet we are saying God, but we want everybody to know that we are the anointed one. We are uh, the ones that uh, can get glory out of what we're doing. I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, that's the wrong attitude. Yes, that's the wrong attitude. So if I'm walking and God unto me, blessed is the man that walking not in the counsel of the ungodly, I should pull myself away. I should be in the position that that way that I'm looking at is not the right direction. No, 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 no. It is not the right direction. Why? Because God have chosen me. God have gave me a word. God have blessed me. And now it's up to me to be a blessing that somebody can see Christ in us. Somebody can see Christ in me and say, I want that Christ. I want that individual. I want my life to change. I want my life to be the greater than uh, uh, than the lesser. I'm not just come out of Egypt just to say I'm coming out to get me a car, get me a home, get me a little bank account. And all those things are fine. But you should uh, thank God that you're out of Egypt to serve him, to worship him. That's why he brought you out. Remember the Bible said we are all in the world but not of the world? How in the world can we can say that we love him when we are not even uh, humbling ourselves? To be a part of him. No, no, no. We are asking him to do what we want to do. i never seen so many believers putting demands on the most high. Putting demands on the Lord that created them. The Lord that brought you out. You get out on your knees. And the first thing you tell God, Lord, I thank you for this, but I want you to do that. Lord, I want you to do this. I want you to do that. And on and on and on. And you're doing this because you haven't really realized that you're out of Egypt. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know you're out of Egypt in a way because you ain't dealing with the sinful things. See so when you're in Egypt, uh, the devil just have a heyday to use you through the Lord and master of your life. But once you come out and once the chain is broken, and once you know that you know that God has saved you, now you have to begin to change your attitude. Yes, you have to change your attitude. You got to change. I, I, I constantly talk to brothering. for some apparent reason. When when they you talk to them, they have a tendency of justifying anything that they're doing. But I just believe and, uh, that certain things shouldn't go on as believers. I, I really do. I believe that we as believers should walk in a pathway of righteousness. We should walk in order to win somebody else because somebody is losing out on on being all that God has caused them to be because of the fact that we are following him not in faith but we are following him to tell him what we want done. Oh, yeah, yeah. See, we should be preaching the gospel. The, the, the preaching the gospel, the kingdom of God, it within us. And while we are doing saying that, we are doing vice versa. Oh, yes, we are. We are doing vice versa. We are not humbling ourselves. We are not seeking God's faith. We are not cleaning up our act. To say, let our conversation be yay, yay, and nay, nay. We, matter of fact, they don't got so good now, they use profanity just like it ain't nothing in the midst up there. And I say, well, they must be ain't read. I can go in the Bible and give them at least four scriptures right off the top of my head to tell them they should not have evil communication coming out the mouth. Uh, uh, as James said, they, they have no business allowing sweet water and bitter water to come out of the same fountain. No, ma'am, no, sir. If you're saying that you love the Lord, you should. The, the evidence should be seen, not just heard. Yes, it should be seen in, in your lifestyle because, see, your lifestyle is very, 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 very important. Yes. Oh, brothers and sisters, we do things and and people do things to us. Yes. Listen, I had to repent because I said, well, I talked to a few of these people that supposed to have been my close friend, and I was expecting to see them. And lo and behold, most of them said, oh, yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there. But I didn't hear nothing. So I said, now, see, they don't care about giving the word. They don't care about saying one thing. Well, guess what? What I needed to do then, I, and, 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 and flip it around, bring it back to me. I need to pray for them. I need to pray that they get in, in sincereness of their words because their words don't mean nothing. And if your word don't mean nothing, then guess what? You allowed to say anything. Uh, and I'm listen to me now, I'm like that. I believe that my word should be my bond. So if I'm coming somewhere, if I'm not able to make it, I need to just pick up the phone. We're living in an age, now you ain't even got to do nothing, but just pick up the phone or go online and send an email or, or, or something to say, I'm not able to do what I see it need to be done. Uh, I'm not able to go where I told you I could. Little bitty stuff like that. The Bible says it's the little foxes that spoil the vine. It ain't the big thing. We take the little things, and we don't think that we have to repent. Well, So we just do whatever we want to do, whatever we think we're big enough to do, that we do. you got to understand when you come out of Egypt, you got to get rid of that, Egyptian, that Egypt continent. Self of living your life. You got to take on Christ's concept. You got to transform your life from one direction and go to another direction. You got to be the light of the world, a city that's sit upon the hill that cannot be here. Why you can't be here? Because you're trusting in God. How come you can't be here? Because greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world Yes, you are God's chosen vessel, but you got to walk in it. And if you don't walk in it, I'm sorry, a whole lot of us going to lose out if we're not careful. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I know some people take, well, you can't lose your salvation. Uh, okay, but how you know that person had a salvation? They could have been convicted and not converted. So if you convicted and not converted, You can lose out according to the 13th chapter of the book of Matthews and around the 18th verse and on down. Father, we thank you. Father, we praise you. Father, we honor you. I thank you for this opportunity to speak to your people. I ask you to move in a special way that they can go forth and be all that you chose and called them to be. And, Father, we just thank you for that one, that one that discouraged today. I ask you to allow, allow some word that I've spoken to encourage their heart that they may go forth. That one, that one is not walking in the beauty of holiness. God, I ask you to deal with their heart, their mind, that they might repent and seek out your face, your will in their life. Father, we thank you. We give you honor. We give you praise. In Jesus' the Christ's name, I pray. Amen and amen. I tell you what, we thank God. We thank God. You can reach me at 404-293-7557. That's 404-293-7557. We would love to hear from you if you have a question or a comment. And to those of you, if you would, uh, go online and visit our website. It's brotherjamesware.org. That's brotherjamesware.org. It will, you can find on there our uh, everything you need to know about us online. And we would appreciate it because God has been good to us. Amen. And we are trying to do even more. All right. I really, really appreciate you. And again, we thank God for what the Lord did here in the city of Atlanta or in East Point, Georgia. Brother Ware is saying, as I always say, you don't have the problems you think you have. All you need is more faith in my Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. God bless you.
0: Two nine six four one. That's Brother James Ware, P.O. Box, 232, Easley, E-A-S-L-E-Y, South Carolina, 29641. Please include the station that you heard him on. And remember, we are praying that you grow to higher heights and a deeper depth in the Lord. Remember, Ephesians 118. May the Lord bless you. too important to give up for